It's the Hoffman Show on the day the Commanders have a coach on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. I am Craig Hoffman. Welcome to the show. Anthony Haney, super producer in the building as well. And Haney, our plan of keeping Thursday's rundown open just in case the Commanders hired a coach worked out to perfection. Yeah, we needed it for sure. Uh, we did, and then we filled the rundown. Yes. And boy, did we fill the rundown. Whether you are, like, let's say right now you just got out of work, you get in your car, you're excited to listen, and you're going to listen on your drive home. No, 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 no. That's not enough today. You need to plan the next three hours to just be with us because we have everything, every perspective you could want. We have national perspective. We have local perspective. Shoot, we got a former pro bowler who played for Dan Quinn coming up on the show luckily for you you can listen to us in all kinds of ways obviously in your car uh, or on any radio 980 a.m or 1067 hd2 fm uh, in the dc area we are nationwide always live on the free odyssey app and yes we also stream live on youtube at the team 980 maybe today is the day you take advantage of that just pull up the youtube app on your smart tv Search the Team 980, and we should pop up right there live and ready to go. And if you got stuff to do, that's okay. We will put all of this in our podcast feed after the show. Just search the Hoffman Show podcast wherever you get your pods. That lineup looks like this. Mike Jones in 30 minutes from The Athletic. John Keim at 5 o'clock from ESPN. His colleague at ESPN. You see her on Get Up. Former Washington Post writer Kim Martin at 5.30. And K.J. Wright, former Seahawks linebacker, joins us at 6. But we'll start uh, with our own thoughts here on the hiring of Dan Quinn. I realize that a lot of fans are upset today. Because Dan Quinn is not a sexy hire. He is someone who has been a head coach before. He was 43 and 42. Things trended very well. He lost his offensive coordinator, a guy who we are very familiar with and who will be coaching in the Super Bowl next week. And it went downhill and ended poorly. I get why that is very uninspiring on its surface. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and try to blow smoke up your butt and tell you that Dan Quinn is a home run hire and how dare could you have any doubts in the world. I sit maybe not firmly in the dead center, but I sit somewhere in the middle. This is a good hire. Dan Quinn is a good coach. And the more, the closer you are to the NFL and the smarter you are within the NFL, the more you like, you seem to think highly of Dan Quinn. And so I'm much more inclined, with all due respect, to everyone who is a fan who has never worked in the league, and neither have I. I've covered the league, which is some level of proximity. But I, I am much more inclined to listen to all of the former players, all of the current players, all of the coaches, uh, current and former, who look at Dan Quinn and go, that's one of the best coaches in the league. There are coaches who are saying this, and, and people around the league, executives who say this on the record. There are people that tell you off the record. People in the league think extraordinarily highly of Dan Quinn. And there's a key difference between what they say about Dan Quinn and what they said about Ron Rivera, because I can already hear you, and I've been dealing with it. Uh, I don't say dealing with it. I, I've seen it on social media all day. Um, it, it is what it is. Uh, it's a great exchange of 
you know, fans uh, that can get their opinions off and whether it's there, whether it's YouTube comments, whatever it may be, like I understand why people look at this and go Ron Rivera 2.0. The resume has a couple of similar points, but and people say a lot of the same things, right? Dan Quinn's a great dude. Dan, Dan Quinn, highly thought of. Dan Quinn this, Dan Quinn that. Where like, isn't that the same thing people said about Rivera? But here's the thing. If you listen closely, it's not. And why it's not is a very important distinction. A lot of people said Ron Rivera is a good man. A lot of people said Ron Rivera was the right guy for the job, considering the job in Washington had a lot to do with cleaning up the culture. There were questions about Ron Rivera's football acumen. And those questions turned out to have a whole lot of legitimacy. Nobody questions Dan Quinn as a coach. People will tell you, yes, Dan Quinn is an awesome human being. And he uses that, those human relationships and those people skills to be a better coach. But they will also tell you he is a tremendous teacher. They will also tell you he is fantastic at holding his players accountable. Yeah, he's your friend, but he's the friend that's going to make sure you don't make bad decisions, not the friend who's going to indulge in your bad decisions with you. And that's the kind of friend that you want as a coach. Dan Quinn's a serious person. And I was talking to a media buddy of mine in Atlanta, and uh, I, he told me, like, by the time things were going south in Atlanta, that, you know, there were a couple of things where he's like, I don't really love the, the way this is messaged or the way he handled that thing in the press. And, you know, that does give you pause. That does give you pause of like, okay, well, what's he going to do with a DC media and DC press corps that is bigger and more intense compared to Atlanta, which, you know, they cover football down there, but it's different. Th it's different here. It just is. This is a bigger media market and a more intense one. So he's going to have to learn to handle those things, but he's also been in the Dallas Cowboys organization the last three years. And that's as big of a media circus as there is in the league. So I think for Dan Quinn, as long as he does a couple of things differently than he did in Atlanta, you can take all the things that got him up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. You can't blow a 28-3 lead unless you have it, which is somewhere that most coaches haven't even been to. Um, you can take the good things and keep them. And I do have a good idea of what some of those things are. And if I've got a good idea after a day and a half of, of kind of digging and reporting on this stuff, reporting's probably a little strong, fact-finding about this stuff, you damn well better think that Dan Quinn's got a, a, a pull on these things as well. I would say, obviously, he's got to be more involved on the football side and do more coaching, which, by the way, is something that Rivera wishes he had done here. Sure, but, like, again, Dan Quinn's the better coach. Um, you know, K.J. Wright uh, is going to join, a, or you'll hear the interview at 6 o'clock. I talked to him a little bit earlier today. He said he would tell DQ, be a good, be a play caller. Do what D'Amico Ryans is doing in, in Houston. Do what, obviously, so many of these offensive coaches do because he is special in that, that realm. So I'm hoping that he does that. Now, it looks like he's bringing one of his lieutenants from Dallas, so maybe they're on the same page and he doesn't necessarily have to do that. But he got involved in the defense in Atlanta day-to-day -day way too late. If he sees it going sideways, I would think that he jumps in a lot faster. I think, obviously, game management is something that he's going to look at. That 28-3 loss is serious. I think he will have a better succession plan for his offensive coaches. If he does say, let's or let's say hire Clint Kubiak, the 49ers pass game coordinator, who, by the way, don't hold your breath on that, not because it's not going to happen. Don't hold your breath because you're going to die before it happens. 
you can't interview him until after the Super Bowl. That's how it works when a coach is in the Super Bowl. You can't actually get that done until after the fact. So if there's no OC for a week, they're probably circling someone. They've probably had some back-channel discussions, and I would imagine it's someone off of the 49er staff, whether that is Brian Greasy or Clint Kubiak or whoever it may be that they ultimately hire. And then that person can go raid the cabinets of the other teams or across the league for the position coaches and try to bring some folks from San Francisco, et cetera, et cetera. Um, by and large though, I think the biggest difference here for Dan Quinn versus Ron Rivera is structural. And I know this is probably not what folks want to hear. Um, they want to hear that this guy's a genius and that this guy has got everything that he did wrong in Atlanta figured out. But the reality is Dan Quinn now gets to be what he's good at. And this is why I'm hopeful for his success in Washington not guaranteeing anything. I can't do that. Uh, nor would I be giving you any kind of honest level of confidence if I was standing on the table being like, this guy's going to win a Super Bowl. That's, I mean, I think it's definitely possible. But at the end of the day, they hired Dan Quinn to be the football coach. In Atlanta, he had too much personnel control. Ron here had way too much control over everything. Adam Peters is in charge. And I think Adam Peters is good at his job. Dan Quinn is going to be the football coach. I think Dan Quinn is a really good football coach. And the, the, those factors, that structural setup, that set of responsibilities being in the right place can lead to the type of cohesive vision, to use the buzzword that they have been using in the building over in Ashburn, the alignment that helps teams win. That pull of the rope in the same direction for everyone, is what winning organizations are made of. Yes, the smartest people doing the pulling helps a lot. But if you have smart people pulling in different directions, you're going to fail. And I think what you have here is a setup where good people, and I'm, I'm saying this both in terms of their character and their ability to do their jobs, good people are in the right positions. That in itself is a formula for success. They have to execute. They have an enormous responsibility with this number two pick. But the fact that you actually have a good football coach being asked to do football coach stuff is better than they've had here in a half a decade, and it's better than what Dan Quinn had in Atlanta. And it's why I think, if you ask me today, if the line of success is multiple playoff appearances and getting this thing on the right track and being competitive, I think this was a good hire that can absolutely get them there. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. We're streaming live on YouTube as well at the Team 980. We're joined by Mike Jones at the bottom of the hour, which means we're going to squeeze in your calls next. Quick reactions from you on the phones, 301-230-0980, next on the Hoffman Show.